Welcome to the No Pressure Podcast with Ehab, where we elevate the education importance and prevention of pressure injuries. Because when prevention meets progress, patients and healthcare workers are protected. On this episode of the Ehab No Pressure Podcast, Christy and Deborah sit down with Kelly Moed, a certified nursing professional development practitioner with 35 plus years of experience in the acute care setting. They continue their discussion about Kelly's passion, safe patient handling, and mobility. Specifically, her perspective on an educational model leveraging nurse champions or preceptors. Kelly, Christine, I would like to personally thank you for taking the time to speak with us about the criticality of safe patient handling and mobility programs and the benefits to the patients as well as the staff. Kudos to you for taking this on yourself. From vendor perspective, what would you suggest a vendor do to support safe patient handling and mobility programs? All the help, all the support that is given, it'll all come together. So I think any bit that a vendor can do, and I say any bit, and I'll, I'll give some examples in a minute, but I want you to understand that I didn't do this all by myself. I know it sounds all great and wonderful. I, it's not like it's a big secret, but I had a committee. You had to have a strong committee who got, who was educated. And I became educated on equipment through vendors. I had to learn everything I could about a product inside and out so that I could be the master trainer for my staff. And then I became a master trainer for New York. And it wasn't just about like every vendor has its own thing going on, whether it's like uh, the different device or the different bells and whistles. So as a vendor, if you could just put it out there, this is a product that is going to not only help with patient safety, but staff safety. And this is how it does it put a little blurb about the department of labor numbers, healthcare workers are becoming injured at an alarming rate and it's never ending. 74% of injuries to all nurses occur in the hospital. And that's right on the the department of labor website. This isn't data that you have to go run and try to create big spreadsheets on. It's just, it's, it's a public health problem. Every little bit will help solve. First, it's informational, it's support. If you're going to, as a vendor, offer a type of equipment, you can offer some educational pieces. Education at the level of the C-suite, or it could be education for the clinicians who are going to want to use the devices. It's overwhelming because the awareness is not completely there. And as I said, there is a missing link in the schools, in their curriculums. If the employer isn't providing this information, they just do whatever the, whatever the policy and procedure is. Even a vendor could help with that if there was, if it was possible. It's a great suggestion. Yeah. Cause when I'd say, again, I said, I didn't do it alone. It was, it was vendors that helped because I got to learn about equipment, but I had to find, I had to do some shopping, you know, what would be the best fit for our patient population, our staff, our budget, But also I had reached out and this is how, when I I first got initiated into safe patient handling, I read an article by Audrey Nelson and Audrey Nelson is one of the pioneers 
for safe patient handling in the United States. And she's got articles dating back to the, I think so, 1990s, maybe. She's, I know specifically I was looking at her work from 2005. So I reached out to her and she was, I couldn't believe she responded. And she said, I don't have, a, I don't have the time, but I will have Mary Matz call you. And you can discuss, I'm so excited that you're excited about safe patient handling. This is back in 2006. And I said, oh my God, I'm going to talk with, oh, this is like, these are like the top people in safe patient handling made themselves. Oh, how enlightening. It's, and you know what? It keeps happening. It's so crazy that this network, if you're in with safe patient handling, I know like from all over the country people. And that's how I just network with people. What are you doing? What's good with that? What's that? You know, it's, and it used to be, you had to go to the conference once a year, and then it became easy with people email online forums. But honestly, when I contacted Audrey, she put me in touch with Mary Matz. Mary said to me, let me put you in touch with some people in New York that are doing the same thing that you are doing. I said, great. She puts me in touch with the New York State Department of Labor, the people there oh that gosh. were doing it. And they were like, Kelly, you're doing what? Oh, wow, <laughs> we're doing this. We're doing grant work, blah, blah, blah. And then they asked me to come and do some training with them for me to train people. I said, how do you know I know how to train? They're like, no, you know, you know about this if you do. And so I work collaboratively with these, you know, for on these this grants. Who even knew this would happen? This is how, how incredible. kind of evolved was so crazy. So I reached out. So don't be shy. I think, I know your question was about how can vendors support, but get involved. If vendors get involved with the Association of Safe Patient Handling, it's a really strong organization. It's actually international. So, you know, it's, we help each other. They really, truly, I find it to be so refreshing that they're just giving information away. You know, I'm one of those people. No, you know what I mean? Like you just kind of say, hey, yeah, no, do this. Don't do that. And this and that, this worked for me. You could do what you want, but, <laughs> and it's just been, like I said, I got in touch with those department of labor people that was local for me. And then we all worked together, got legislation passed. You see how this is so crazy. It went from a school project to reaching out during that school project, because I was lucky enough to work in a facility that said, hey, let's go ahead. Let's do this, Kelly. It makes sense because I put a PowerPoint together for school saying that there was a bit, this was a business plan. You know, we can have this, this works. The evidence is there. If we do this, this will happen. And this, and this, and this will happen. And they, they said, Kelly, you're the co-chair. They put me together with an administrative co-chair and we put, I got to pick the committee, which by the evidence was, who do you want on your committee? The people you wanted to have human resources, you wanted to have your workers' comp people, infection control, procurement, biomedical engineering, frontline staff, you needed to have um, some managerial staff all together, make this committee. And that is how this happened. It didn't, it's, so then putting our heads together, trust me, I cried a lot. I didn't cry at the meetings, but I cry, I would cry. I would tell like, how are they not understanding this? How are they not getting this? They put up so many obstacles and barriers and we just kept breaking through, breaking through, able to have a successful program where I worked, which was amazing. I got awards for it. I got to do some local and national presentations on it. It all just kind of happened. It just like went, I got to make a difference working with national people. So I think that it's just collaboration. 
And I know that safer together, I keep going back to this Institute for Healthcare Improvement, but again, working together is really what it's about. You've got to have your vendors working with the facilities and the facilities have to identify people that want to be involved in this initiative. And it's got to be that usually the safe patient handling and mobility committees come out of a branch of the safety committee. But very recently, it's a collaboration of committees, which would be falls, mobility, and sometimes skin, because we're looking at patient outcomes and worker outcomes altogether. So when you're reaching out, you know, or trying to see what, you know, how you can make a difference that we have all this, all the statistics now that this is helping everyone. And so why not just put it all together? Well, that's pretty much it. I guess, I guess working together and any little bit helps all going in I the same that. direction. I love that. <laughs> I, that. I think that's great. We do it better together. Exactly. Safety together, all of it. Who said it? We would like to thank Kelly for sharing her valuable insights, knowledge, and experiences on safe patient handling and mobility. We appreciate you, Kelly, your passion, enthusiasm, and taking the time to provide clinicians an overview on how facilities can leverage nurse champions. Join us next week as we discuss prone positioning with Carmen Davis and Terry Beeson. Thank you for listening to the No Pressure Podcast. If you have any questions about the material presented, please reach out to us on our website at ehub.com contact.